Hey guys, it's me, your girl Antoinette, that bitch, and my couch. Welcome to session nine of Bitch Got a Couch podcast. Pressure doesn't always make diamonds. Full transparency here today. Um, Friday came out of fucking nowhere, and I almost did not sit on this couch to do this podcast today. So I just want to like give it up to the powers that be within myself that, you know, called me to task and sat me down to do what it is that I like to do. So, um, (laughs) this episode, you know, this session is about societal pressures, right? So pressure doesn't always make diamonds. I'm, I got this you know, calling or this aha moment from one of my girlfriends. I had a long call with her about some societal pressures that she's currently feeling about, you know, her long-term relationship about getting married. So, and I'm like, you know what? This is what the fuck I need to talk about because I'm about done with me and my people feeling completely stressed out over shit that has really no true effects on my life. So I'm thinking like societal pressures, like how has that played in my life? Right. So I thought all the way back to when I first met my ex-husband. Right. So two things, uh, my ex-husband was my first real boyfriend. So I've had, you know, my first little boyfriend, Joey, you know, but it wasn't like a real relationship. What I embarked on with my ex-husband was my first real relationship. So something so small as, you know, a woman's role, right? A woman's role is, you know, we're soft, we're gentle, you know, we cry all the time, we're emotional, we're bitchy, all those, all those things that society says women are, and specifically women are in relationships at, you know, with men or with women or whatever the case may be, right? When we're in a relationship space. So women don't poop, they don't fart, they smell good, like fucking flowers, fields, meadows, all of that shit. So I didn't ever fart. And I also didn't ever poop. So if you can imagine what my life was like, you know, for the first um, extended time that he and I had shared together, I was not farting, I was not pooping. And your girl, you know, was left with an extreme stomach ache to the point where, you know, I had to then express. So I'm doing all this stuff to hide the fact that I'm a fucking normal human being. And to the point where we had to like go to the store and get me an enema to help me poop, to help me fart, to relieve some gas. Like, and still even with that, you know, where I had to have this expression with him, you know, and to admit these things, it's still like, I was still like afraid to fart. Like I was still kind of like, you know, and it, it, it didn't stop in that moment. You know, the next couple of t- I want to say for a while, probably until we moved in together, which wasn't that long after, but it wasn't until then where I had to start getting comfortable with, you know, being a fucking human being and not having to like have this made up picture in my mind of what 
society says how women should be acting and what women are and what women are not, you know, and even with even friends, you know, I, I didn't learn all this stuff on my own, you know, like I didn't make all this shit up. I didn't make the rules, you know, like my friends would talk to me about that. Wait, you fart? You farted in front of him? Like, yeah. Yes, bitch, my stomach hurts. Like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. Like, it was too much, you know? And then I thought I thought about the next step, you know, the next phase. Like, what was the next thing that came into my mind that was, like, a societal pressure? You know, soon, me and my ex-husband were on a fast track to creating a family, a fast track to growing the fuck up. Um... And I remember, you know, I was in New Jersey. I'm like having a young baby. And like, that's kind of like, social media had been out for a little while now. MySpace has already had its whole thing. I think it was dying out at this point. And I remember just like being on Facebook and it was around the time where everyone in my uh, peer group, age group was graduating college, you know, even including my own best friends, you know? And I was just like, wow, like that should be me, you know, that, that is what I should be doing. And then feeling less than because I didn't have that. I didn't have anything to offer up to the table. Oh, I've just been here, um, being a young mom, you know, cause society doesn't value that the same as they do now women being independent and going into the work world and getting degrees and having these accomplishments on their own before raising up a family. So I felt like I was shit, like I was less than, and I'm like, and I'm not kidding around. Like these are feelings. I would almost feel like embarrassed. Like I didn't want to be getting into any conversations with anybody about anything. Like I did not want to be having any, cause all I was doing was working some, you know, retail job for whatever amount, 12, 14, $13 and raising a family. And, and at that moment in time, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. And because of what I felt inside those societal pressures and the comparison, right? Comparison being the thief of joy, me comparing my lives to others, I I was embarrassed. And I felt sad. I mean, like, think about that. Like having to live with feelings of embarrassment about your family and the decisions that you made to the point where I'm sure I've thought like, I wish I never would have did it. You know, I wish I would have just stayed home. I wish I would have went to school and I wish I would have did all of that, you know, because also in the same vein where society is saying that, you know, they're orchestrating these narratives that, okay, if you go to school and you do this, this is what your life looks like. If you go to, if you go and have a baby, you know, and become a young mom, this is what your life looks like, you know? And that picture that I had for me and what my life looked like, you know, the financial struggles of being a young parent, all of that, like it didn't look very promising, you know? So I ate that. I lived that. And I, and a lot of people do, a lot of people feel these things, right? And these, this, this type of pressure is not creating diamonds. It's hindering us from our true potential, you know, because nothing that, nothing against all my classmates and everyone 
who was graduating doing their thing, but what they're fucking doing has nothing to do with what I'm doing. And understanding that there is no specific guidelines, like there is no right way to do this thing. There's ways to live this life that could make it less hard on you, right? So understanding that being a young mom without a degree and without any real job potential wasn't really going to be good for my daughter in the long run. And then in turn, wasn't going to be good for me and the whole trickle down effect of that. But that doesn't mean that anything that I was doing was wrong. You know, so it's hard, you know, it really is hard because even with making this, you know, having this session today, it's not going to fucking change anything. But my whole point is for us to understand that we have to literally start tapping in mentally to when these triggers start happening to like turn off the noise, seriously. And you know, the main reason why my girlfriend called me yesterday was in, in uh, regards to a relationship. So I'm like, okay, you know, I wanted to find some other examples of how societal pressures played in my life. And I naturally, I want to talk about relationships, you know, with my ex-husband, I, I didn't really have feel a lot of societal pressures. You know, I felt like with our fake ass love and relationship bullshit we had going on, like, we already were doing the picture, you know? So society was in the, the pressures of society and when society says how we should be acting and how we should be moving, it was already ingrained in both of us. And we didn't even have to fucking talk about it. Like that's how disgusting it is, you know? Like these pressures that live within us and these societal norms, you know, whoever writes the book on this and says we're supposed to be moving these ways, it was already ingrained in us. So we got the family. Now we got to act like this, right? Society says once you, you know, bring a child into the world with a woman that you're, you know, deciding whether it be out of love, convenience, or some other ulterior motive, you decide to be with this person going forward, you have to now act as if and move like this. And both of us, we're doing it. Okay. So I'm the mom and I'm staying home and I am, you know, cooking the dinner and I am cleaning the home and I'm making calls and I'm baking cookies and I'm prepping dinner all day. And I am walking with the baby and I'm patting the baby and this man, he is out, he is working. Right. So we are living in a financial uh, realm where this is now, we are literally that society picture that, that, um, that storybook, how they want it to be going with the wife, at, the woman at home and the man out in the workplace, the woman at home rearing the kids. And we just fell into that. I definitely, um, I had some pushback on staying home, but at the end of the day, I was kind of like, you know, what the hell for the greater good. And, you know, I shortly after deciding to stay home, I went to school because I was like, oh hell to the fuck no. This is what being a stay-at-home mom in this specific relationship looks like. And I'm sure that it has a lot of common themes, but as all stay-at-home moms, whether you did it for a little bit or you still do it now, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, um, the pressure, right, that goes into that, but also 
because it don't stop. You know, the husband comes home, the kids come, like your role and the pressure that you feel is so, so heavy and is seldom relieved. You know, that pressure is constant. And besides the pressure being constant, you you're fucking underappreciated. And I mean, like a diamond ring and diamond bracelet will never ever have the same value as your man or your grandparents or someone coming and being like, hey girl, we cleaning the house today. We cooking the dinner today. We is taking care of the child today. And your husband is away. You just go to the massage. You just go drive away. You just run away for a day. There, no diamond ring, no fucking tennis bracelet, no earrings will ever hold the same value as that, right? So it's, it's an underappreciated job that comes with constant pressure, you know? And, and that was my life. And he and I, we played that role very, we played both of our roles very, very well. So it, it, it was weird because I say all that to say that there was no real, the pressure was a part of my conditioning. So it didn't have the same effects as, you know, someone who is just kind of dating someone and having to go through the proper, you know, their quote unquote society's proper steps without a kid. Right. So I didn't have a lot of like outwardly pressure. I wanted to be married with him and I understood that, but, um, you know, our relationship has some special nuances that just had a different path. And I understood what those paths were. So I just like acted accordingly. And only thing that I would say, you know, as it pertains to my relationship with my ex-husband that I felt pressure on was I was like, I don't know. It wasn't really a for love relationship. It was definitely, I don't even know the right words to describe it right now. Cause I don't want to say convenience cause I don't believe it was that it wasn't convenient for either one of us, but, um, I just knew that I did not want to leave that relationship as the baby mom. And if, and that I'm sure is in itself a societal pressure, right? So like everyone around me, a black woman coming from where I come from, you know, lower to middle-class America, you know, you better leave this fucking relationship you know, or be in this relationship as a wife and not caring for no man for however many years as just a baby mom, right? So we have value, we hold value on having someone actually put a ring and marry you, right? So I felt pressure for that. Like, I felt like I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel accomplished until, you know, I have that. So I just was like, I'm not leaving as the baby mom. And, you know, I did get the championship ring and it was not all that it was cracked up to be, but I still feel good, you know, in my weird, damaged, weird, broken, ridiculous way, my way, I feel fucking good about that. You know, I feel good that I left as the wife rather than the baby mom, you know? And I feel good about that. Like, it is weird, but we have our weird ways, you know? Um, so my ex-husband aside, right? So I want to talk about the relationship that I currently have. And I, here in this space with this man is where I feel 
everything it is that society wants me to feel as a single woman being courted or dating uh, a man um, and feeling all of these love feelings, future feelings, partnership feelings, everything that feels fucking amazing and great and right right when it feels right when this is not of convenience when this is not of obligation right when it's just two people choosing each other because they view each other as fucking amazing and perfect and everything that they've ever needed in life right i feel everything here and in this space i want to be married i want to have the kid like i want it all like i want to be married with him i would love to be totally barefoot and pregnant right now i would love to be living with him i would love to be focusing on you know building a home i want all of those things and you know what i want them now i want them all now today yesterday actually the only thing that keeps me sane is the fact that I've been through this before. You know, your girl knows the rodeo. And I know that it takes a very long time to know a person and diving in and intertwining your life with someone when it's not the right time and both people are on the same page, it's just, it's just unhealthy. You know, uh, but society has, you know, has its grip, has its fucking stiletto on my neck. Society is like, oh, that's your man. Like people see us walking down the street. Oh my God, Miss Mister, you know, all the jazzies. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Mrs. Yeah. You know, and it's, <laughs> it's a lot. So it's like, and I have to like go on Instagram right and see like black fucking love marriage uh black proposal blacklove.com blacklove.edu and org black everything and me knowing me and my nigga is the picture the page of all of that and not being able to throw it all out there in that type of way, whether it be for social media or whether it just be because that is how I feel about our love. It's, it's hard, you know, it, it's a hard, it's a hard space to live in right now. I think that, you know, without a doubt, we're going to say that social media by nature has created another level of pressure on on our normal lives right so oh how we gotta be looking how we gotta be feeling um how we and how we get our inspiration you know um seeing everything that you normally wouldn't have been seeing you know 10 years ago you know nine years ago it, it it's adding another layer onto this thing that is truly 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 unhealthy you know so i just want to talk a little bit about how i balance out these things right so i'm human right so today i'm in a good space um i'm able to speak objectively i'm able to feel objective about what it is where i am in my life what it is that i offer as a person so whenever i'm going through these 
psychotic emotional um fluctuations i it's usually i want to just be honest it's directly related to media and or social media right so entertainment media that's controlled by a bigger animal or you know the personalized individual media that is instagram facebook and twitter right so it's just reminding myself like tapping into where i am right now so ow ow i want to be married look at my hand i don't have a ring uh ow i'm dying i'm melting where are you right now okay First of all, you don't need no goddamn baby. Like you are working the shit out of your career. You're you occur a baby right now would be a hindrance, you know, like we're not doing that. Where are you right now in your relationship? Oh, all of these factors are at play. Like you're actually really not even ready to be someone else's wife right now. Calm the fuck it down right now. And I and I talk to myself like that. Like I I pull myself together in that way. You know, I I think that I have a really good hold on societal pressures as it pertains to relationships at this stage in my life, right? Um, just, and it's just tapping in, you know? So like I said, like I fluctuate, I have days, I have weeks, I have moments where I'm like feeling these ways, but I'm the one who's gonna put me in check and I don't even need my man to put me in check about it, even though sometimes he does. Um, I, I have to put myself in check. I have to call myself to task and it's so, it's so thriving and healthy the way that I do these things that I've eliminated it from one area of my life. As it pertains to my career, my passion and my purpose, I am giving myself all of the allowance, all of the energy to grow and flow at whatever it is that my path desires, right? So I was on a very slow path. I was focusing on my day job. I was kind of getting entertain entertainment, you know, here and there sporadically, loving it and liking it, but not really consistent. Whereas, you know, a couple months ago, I felt everything align in a space where I realized I had to give more, right? So not I have to give more because people are passing me, not I have to give more because I'm about to be 32, not I have to give more because I wasted 10 years of my life with some, you know, not any of that. It is because I feel it now. I feel the alignment now. I feel the universe telling me, Antoinette, that it's my time to do more. Not because of anything I've seen on Instagram, not because of anything that I've seen outside in the world, not because of anything that my friends are going through in their own uh, lives with their careers. It is all personal. I have called myself to task in such a way that I have eliminated societal pressures from one area of my life, period. And this really truly comes from having accountability and being able to self-assess period. We are our biggest cheerleader. We are our biggest downfall. We are our number one, every fucking thing get into it please right so i want to give a share a quote with you guys um what's this lady's name i think it's like damn i forgot her name marissa beck let me just let me just google this real fast and then i'll tell y'all what this quote is um back life coach let's see what it is i should have wrote this down embarrassing martha beck okay Focus on your individual journey 
all that, all that, um, that's actually not the quote, whatever, uh, <laughs> to know what that true self is without social pressure is to know your true nature. And that quote is by Martha Beck, right? So seemingly non-problematic white woman, right? So we take the good from the world and we leave the shit where it's at. So focus on your individual journey. All that pressure is going to kill you, like literally. And it's going to be too late to try any different type of way when you did high blood pressure and all the other stuff that comes from all this ridiculous stuff we got going on. Like, we don't need that. I also was reading some other stuff about like, you know, people who experience like high levels of pressure having like being prone for cancers and stuff like that. Like, don't do it. Like, do not do it to yourself. And like I said, like we're human and things fucking happen, right? But just be able to like dial it back call yourself to task, right? You don't need that. You don't need that shit. Pressure doesn't always make diamonds. Sometimes that shit kills you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Um, Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at bitchgotacouch. Be sure to follow me on Snapchat at Bitch Got a Couch. And be sure to follow me on Facebook at Bitch Got a Couch. If you want uh, me to talk about something specifically, if you want to give me something to give to the people, whether it's you know some information on pressures and how to relieve those things and special mantras that have helped you out in your life, please share them in my email at bgotacouch at gmail.com. I will see you next Friday.